0: Welcome back to Without a Doubt, the podcast, a podcast for those women, girlies, baddies, or really any gender that doesn't necessarily fit the mold. We are those who speak our truths, live our lives out loud, create our own paths, and without a doubt, know who we are meant to be. I'm your girl, Mad, your host, and a new sprinkle of reality. I'm here to remind you that it's okay to live life different, that you don't have to be what is expected of you, and that your happiness matters. And yes, even us baddies who know this need this reminder. This is episode two, I'm super excited because if you are here, hopefully you listened to episode one, which was my intro episode, and if you made it this far, please make sure you subscribed or you're following this podcast wherever you listen. This episode is titled Stay in Your Lane. It's been a motto of mine for the last few years and it's helped me in more ways than one. I'm going to share some personal stories, family gossip, and even some tips on how you can stay in your lane. Let me also mention that I do not yet have any sponsors, so if you're listening to this podcast and you're looking to market, reach out to your girl, I can help you, shoot me a message or a DM. Let's work together. Anyway, let's get into this, let's dive right in. There are three primary places that staying in your lane are most important. Work, in your family, and in your friendship circle. Let's talk about work because this is probably like the most service level one. And if you work a nine to five or any kind of job, waitressing, et cetera, in every place I've ever worked, I have had to learn this lesson more times than once. There was a time when I let work when it would just literally consume me. I became that place. It would, I would stop, drop and roll. I am loyal as fuck, but sometimes I would also get caught up in the drama, gossip and the work politics. And I veer out of my own line, out of my lane, into the drama, and that would usually get me in trouble at work, which would make me look stupid when comments would come back, or that's just like not a good look. My mom always used to say, Madison, just go to work and come home. Just stay in your lane, do what is expected, and just go home. Make your money. If this sounds like you, where you end up talking too much at work, getting involved in the gossip or the politics, I'm going to share with you that... The best bet you can do is try to compartmentalize all of those little things into one little bucket in your brain and just let it sit there. If somebody tells you something at work or something happens or a manager or someone confides in you, like, lock it away and just keep it there. And don't share it with anybody because it's probably better for you. Your integrity will be questioned if this news gets out because that has happened to me. I really do believe that compartmentalizing, when I learned this at my certain jobs, actually helped me become a better coworker. It also helped me feel better. Like I gained sanity because I wasn't worried about what people were saying about me. I wasn't talking and spreading gossip. I would just stay to myself. It took me a long time to learn this nonetheless, but I'm telling you, if you're a gossip queen, I know it happens to all of us. I'm a big mouth girl too. Keeping quiet can become a very valuable tool in your workplace. I don't have a workplace anymore, but I've had to learn this in other areas as well. We're going to move into that. And I'm talking about being quiet, or staying in your lane in your own family. This is a really hard one because there's boundaries, there's unconditional love, entitlement. There are things within family that make this really challenging. It's difficult, but I'm going to talk to you about staying in your lane in your own family because you have to do things for you sometimes. And in your family, staying in your lane is probably the hardest because... When it comes to the people and relationships that you are involved with, you want the best for them. You don't wanna interfere all the time, but sometimes you're gonna speak up and say things when it's really not your say-so. I have two younger brothers. My youngest brother is five years younger than me, and I treat him almost like he's my child. And of course I want the best for him, but he's 28. He has a job, he has a girlfriend, he has a, he, he shoots guns and does all of the things. But sometimes I, like, ask him questions about things, and I'm like, why am I asking him this? Like, that is not my business. And if he wants to share, he can come to me and talk about things, and I think that's uh, something that I had to learn was, like, he knows my phone number, he knows where to find me, and the door is open. So you can always stay in your lane, but let people know that your lane is available. Okay? I do that. So that's that with family, but there's definitely more to this. I also feel like, you know, family feels entitled. Like, you heard me say this earlier about you know, what's going on in your life, but just because your family doesn't always mean that they are owed what is going on, and it's like, just because the roots are there, and there's a branch that has attached you, like, you can detach, you can break off, you can be quiet, and I don't mean it in any bad way, I just mean it that, like, you have to focus on you, solely on you, and your happiness, and sometimes our families. Pull so much of that from us because they will be the first people to tell you you're not capable. They'll be the first people to like say that you're not good enough. It's really hard. But they're also the people that have a pecking order and what, or they have a say. It's like they're the peanut gallery and they're allowed to say that the job you have isn't good enough or this and that. And usually I think the people that are asking about what I'm up to are people that like have no idea who I am even. And I know that sounds wild because like, there's a lot of extended family out there, but, like, you might see me post here and there. I look like I am, like – I it looks like I have a sugar daddy or something because I don't really work. I, like, do a lot of random things. I do work, by the way. But m- for some reason, my family is always asking, like, other people in my family that's closer to me, like, well, what does Madison do for work? Well, I put it out there for you. I show you my thrift hauls that I, were po- I was posting on YouTube and doing all those things. But, like, why does it matter? Is it going to benefit your life – to know that I have a successful career. Will you feel better to sleep at night if I have $100,000 paychecks every year? And I think some people think that is the goal of success, is a great job. But for me, like I have success in other ideas. So staying in your lane and doing what's important for you in your mental health, it all coincides with what your family brings to the table. I'm just at a point now in my life that when people even ask me what I do for work, I'll say, like, I have an OnlyFans or I I sell my feet online because I just don't care. You can believe what you want. How I make my money is up to me. And if you want to help me make more money, sponsor my podcast, shop my Amazon storefront, do all those things. Click the links I share on Instagram because I know these people are seeing them. One of the hardest things that we start learning is as you start evolving into you, Just because your choices and their choices don't necessarily agree, that doesn't mean you're going to collide and you're going to have a crash. Like, you can stay in your lane and the person in your family or whoever can disagree with you and stay in their lane. And honestly, it will be so much better. I just think sometimes, like, if you just work on you, do the things, keep moving forward, voila, your intentions will always be clear. Just keep going forward. I don't think necessarily fe- family even comes in your lane with poor intention or bad intentions, but sometimes them coming in their lane into your lane can make you feel diminished, can be hurtful. And sometimes it's just like overbearing. If you're someone who feels like you're constantly crossing into someone else's lane, I, I really encourage you to ask your family members what you can do to help or take a step back. And my mom, I got a clap for her because the last few years she's realized like that I just need my space. And she'll tell me, I know when you're in your mood and she'll like send me a text or call or just see what's up and she just lets me do my own thing. We only live a mile up the road from one another. But that boundary and that staying in her lane and realizing like this is what I need is exactly how I keep, we keep both of our mental health feeling good in our relationship with family. Very service level as well. Number three that I want to talk about, I just want to talk about unsolicited advice because I feel like this is a heavy hitter in the stay in your lane world. Why are we constantly sharing unsolicited advice? Like sometimes I will post like that I broke something and then someone say, you can get this or buy this and use this or do that. And I am appreciative. However, I didn't ask for what replacement part I could use or where I could get it. I was just venting online or just sharing what my experience was. And sometimes I appreciate the experience stories back versus like, this is what you could do because a lot of times I know what I can do. We will usually do what we want first. Not just that, but I truly believe that in order for you to succeed, you have to fail and you have to be frustrated because if you want to succeed at that, you're going to have to figure out how to get out of that frustrated mode. You're going to have to figure out how to step your way through the failures to get what you want. And if you want it bad enough, you'll work for it. The failures and the frustrations will be minor things. They will literally help you climb the stairway to success. Just remember that, okay? Failure and frustration is normal for humans. So let people do that on their own. Try not to step in before they even ask. And I believe that learning and finding the answers yourself is actually what's gonna lead you into more confidence failing, frustration, all those little things are like little notches on your belt that just lead you into being a more confident human. It is helpful and nice though sometimes when you get things when you need them of assistance, but like if you really want it, you'll just do it yourself. Thank you for the unsolicited advice, but no thank you. I googled this because I really wasn't sure, Like, I was like why do people really share? And this is what Google says, so when I looked it up it says sometimes people offer unsolicited advice out of their own neediness while they may have a lot of knowledge in a certain area that pertains to their situation or your situation their motivation for sharing is usually all wrong they're not doing it for you they're doing it for themselves and if you're someone who likes to give unsolicited advice i want to ask you if what you're truly putting down is necessary being the loudmouth girl that i am and i know i've said that a multiple times a few times on this podcast on this episode I learned this so long ago, like, that most people really didn't want to hear my opinion. But better yet, I look like a know-it-all, and that's really not beneficial to my character. Earlier this year, I was at a wedding, and this girl was telling me that she had moved to Miami. And honestly, I looked at her, and I was like, why would you move to Miami? And she looked at me like, girl, why the fuck are you judging me? And her brother next to her looked at me like, why the fuck are you judging her? And I was like, no, 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 I'm not... I'm not judging you. Like, literally, their faces, like, were reading that. And she's like, and he's like, well, you kind of are. And I'm like, well, I'm born and raised in Miami. And I just, like, could not understand why anyone wants to move here. It's like a rat race. And, of course, I have my opinions. I'm a homebred South Florida 305 till I die girl. But my question was, like, my character was questioned. Like, if I was this judgy-ass bitch, all I should have said was, you know what? That's great. I love that for you. You know what? I hope, like, you love Miami. Just stay the fuck in your lane, Madison. That's all I had to do. Just stay in my lane. But as I've gotten older, I've gotten quieter, I've gotten more humble, and I've gotten more in touch with myself. I've had really hard conversations and realizations, revelations. And we as the people just need to do more for us so that we can live our lives as authentically as possible. We need to worry more about what we are putting out into the world, And we need to work more for what we want for ourselves instead of meandering on the Instagram, on the social medias and all of the things wishing we had those dream lives. If we did more of staying in our own lane, we would probably feel better about what we do and what we bring to the table. We can sharpen our own knowledge, invest in our mind and do what ignites for our fire. The more we shine, the more we can light it up. I'm so excited to finish up this episode. On the next episode, I'm going to be talking about support and hype girl lifestyle. I'll be talking about comparison and jealousy and all of the things that come along with growth in those who surround you. I'll be sharing some tips on what to expect when you feel alone or need some inspiration. If any of this resonated with you, please do me a favor leave a comment. If you're walking away with something, give me a five-star review. Make sure you're following and subscribed. Don't forget new episodes every Wednesday launching at noon. And you can follow along on Instagram and on YouTube at without a doubt the podcast. I am so grateful you are here. You made it this far. Without a doubt, you are a badass. Don't forget it. See you on the flip side. I'm your girl Mad.